0: to the trojan company for two boxes
1: all right so is there an autograph Signed out there you'd spend a thousand bucks on wall. what's that is there an autograph out there you'd spend a thousand bucks on f. jesus scott Fitzgerald.
0: yeah f scott fitzgerald or jesus
1: hmm. who is the better writer yeah who has a better penmanship i don't think jesus ever wrote anything sir he didn't chip anything is on illiterate? slate or granite
0: was jesus illiterate good question the only I guess the only uh, documented case of Jesus writing anything was when he wrote in the sand when they were when everyone was uh, pestering the woman who was
1: a, you know, Yeah, but an he was adulterer. just like doodling. He wasn't really Yeah, I know, anything.
0: but that's still the only
1: He was making a football play. Lenny. Yeah, he was <laughs> yeah. diagramming. You go wide right. <laughs> John, you run a hook. <laughs> All
0: right, Peter, you run you're a post you know that always bugged me when i was a kid when you're playing football and the breathy instructions you get from the guy who's yeah you being. And they, they're Is always that a whispering because they don't yeah. want the other team to hear right so it's always okay, okay. <laughs> but you go ahead and you run a post you, and you can run a five pattern i'm gonna hit you you make a cut in after that's yeah just
1: Okay. And, then, and then the Look best that part... Cutlass up there. As soon as you hit the cutlass, just run to the right, okay? Just straight across the field, okay? And if you're playing on a field where hey, he's diagramming something in the dirt, and then he rubs it out so the other team doesn't see Whoa. it, you know? <laughs> what are
0: you saying Jesus did? <laughs> no. He rubbed it out before they stoned the woman?
1: No, I don't think I inferred that. Wow, Rick. You draw huh. your own conclusions on the <laughs> ticket.
0: I'm part of the Catholic Church. I'm not allowed to draw my own conclusions. Really? No independent thinking? No. Mm. But I will report to the Catholic Church what you <laughs> said about Jesus. Uh, okay. I'll take it. I'll so take the doors it. are open. People are filing. See? How are we talking right? about Jesus? Time. Oh, autographs. Yeah. What yeah. autographs yeah. would you like? So, well, you know, I brought that, and Heritage Galleries may have it on display out here. When I first Jesus started autograph? the ticket, I had the little uh, three-ring binder I used to keep my stuff in. And Jesus signed it. No, not Jesus, David. Um, and so we'd have athletes up, and I'd just have them sign the my notebook. And I brought it up here, and I think that <laughs> I'm not going to get rid of it. I've always thought I'd kind of end up giving it to my dad. I wanted to give it to him for one Christmas, and I forgot about it. But I found it in the in an old box. Has Dorset uh, a box, box? No, it was my my own personal cardboard box. Uh-huh. Enough box. And uh, let's see, who else? Ed Tutall jones uh, Michael Irvin, Barry Switzer, Johnny Unitas. He's, um, he's dead now. Yes, yeah, yeah. so he's triple dead. Can't get uh, his autograph anymore. Susie Woodhams. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what she's, was that? She's not in the media anymore, is she? I think like Randy White. I don't know, some others. But, they, I mean, there were like uh, five or six Hall of Famers on there. How much is that worth? I don't know. I'd have to ask the Heritage are we, guys. Are we auctioning off the, uh, the giant shoe? I think so, yeah. Is it don't we have like Babe Ruth's autograph on there? Yeah. The provenance on that isn't too good. We don't know if that's really Babe Ruth's autograph.
1: So what's gonna be the highest auctioned item today from the ticket lore? Do we have
0: little girl Grego's panties?
1: Um No David, we don't. Is it gonna be your Green Bay resting papers? I don't know. Devil we've suit. Got, we've got that. I was
0: think the devil suit would go pretty high.
1: And Sturm's giving away a huh? charity challenge on ice jersey with Brett Hull's signature. Huh, confusing. Hmm. Is it? Can't believe Bob would let that out of his so That's profession. what I'm thinking. A little bit of regret but, there, uh, I You know, uh, I
0: mean, we... Uh, <laughs> uh, now, you as producer, Rick, did you ever tell him to stop doing Oz? I don't think so. Whenever he was in the middle of a question, were you in his ear? Wrap it up. Wrap it up. No. I
1: would mention <laughs> running from time, out of time to time, guest. I think the, the over-under on questions should be about a minute and a half. But other than that, no. I was too busy answering screening phone calls. See, you I know, don't think Bob should stop stuff. doing that now because I think that's his, his signature. That's yeah. his
0: hallmark. That's his bit.
2: Asking, I think it's kind of funny questions now. questions
0: that aren't questions. And- <laughs> That just go on forever?
1: What's interesting is the people that he, that he interviews seem to follow along, so that he, they never say, like, I'm sorry, what was that again? Because they just, you know, trail off, and they lose well, their train like of thought. His, and
0: it's not like his statements don't make sense, or they're not,
1: you know, well, he tends to answer thought. He, answer he answers his own questions a lot. Yeah.
0: He kind of leads them into what he wants them to say.
1: And then they go, yeah. He'll ask a question. <laughs> he'll answer it about six different ways, and then say, Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's always the uncomfortable questions when he's trying to be a little controversial. But he doesn't want to so he much. He backs that away offend, from the controversy. Yeah, he kind of soft shoes it. Yeah. But it, by the time he gets to the point where he might be offending the guest, he backs off and then, you know, all the tension's gone. Mm. Then Dan picks it up.
0: So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, was that a question or what? I don't know. We're having fun now, right? All right, so what's going on with the tee box
1: today? Uh, gosh. We are will just anybody be playing time. golf
0: today in this weather?
1: Yes. Believe it or really? not, there will be. <laughs> really? I'll bet you there will be at least 100 golfers playing today. Let me ask Which you this. Not much.
0: Why are, why are golfers such wimps
1: and wusses? It, with regards to what?
0: Well, all the, uh,
1: first of all, the no noise. Mm-hmm. That's annoying. The no noise has to do with the sudden noise rather than the constant noise
0: well if you let everyone make sudden noise it would be a constant noise
1: i mean so like if tiger was lining up a putt and all yeah. of a sudden the roar started and they're chanting and all that i think if you had that happen over time you'd kind of get used to it
0: right that's why they ought to just start letting it happen
1: yeah it's just one of those traditional games. i mean games the basketball players in the
0: same position there's someone to make a sudden noise
1: in fact, when everyone's making noise, so it's a constant. In fact, a free throw you no. can easily coincide with a putt because yeah. you're the one that's starting it. It's you alone. You're not reacting to anything. And basketball is ridiculous because they even have the you know the clear glass. You can see guys in the background going nuts. And yeah, the, I don't know. The, how the audience is trying to distract you. I don't in know. In a free throw, it's a good question with no good answer.
0: And then the other thing is, why are golfers so? You know, like uh, I remember, I don't know whether it was it was one of them goat ranch tournaments over in Scotland, and uh, and all the golfers were complaining about the conditions. And I know this happens in more than just that incident, right? You know that. Oh, this is it's that's too hard. Make that easier. Oh no, this is this
1: conditions are just bad. The rough is just too It's tall. too rough. <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't either. Quite honestly. Because I mean, they're all playing the same. Exactly. They're the all playing on the same conditions. So it conditions. evens out, and
0: that's part of the challenge, is that each course is not set up like another one. Some of them are incredibly difficult, or the conditions are especially difficult at this time of year on this particular course.
1: Nah, they're just pampered. They're just used to getting their way, and almost every course in the States is pristine and impeccable. So when they go someplace overseas that doesn't have the same conditions, then they... They raise a stink if the putt doesn't go exactly where it's supposed to go. It's just, you know, why not bring up an excuse? Otherwise, it's all on you, and who wants to do that?
0: And then the other question I have
1: for you, being
0: a member of the golf show, is why do baseball players, why do they call that off the rain? When
1: football players, they play in the rain. What does that have to do with golf? Golf doesn't, golf I don't do, know. Golf does not call it unless there's lightning. Right, but why does baseball call it when there's just rain? They don't unless it gets ridiculous. I think they're what they're worried about is the ball slipping from the pitcher's hand and killing somebody. I don't think it would kill somebody. It has. When? <clears throat> oh, 1920s. What was his name? Yeah, Fred that was yeah, like 200 it, years ago. Hey. I don't
0: think it's because it was raining. I think it's just because he drilled
1: the guy in the chest. Yeah, but... And they were wearing leather helmets. Plus, if you're batting, and let's say it's a torrential downpour, you can't see the ball. So how do you yeah, hit but- it?
0: They they in football they play with tarantula downpours and torrential
1: or torrential No, no not
0: tarantula. <laughs> I have a you question for you... Craig Rosengarten. Yeah, is Craig
1: still there? Yeah, yeah. he just what... woke up.
0: I'm looking at Time Waster pictures on on uh, on ticket website. I want to know why um, Craig's nearly naked. He, he was going through many <laughs> costume changes. I, I He's wearing a get... diaper? What, what was the what was the He's got behind that. boxers on. Every time he came out, he was wearing a different outfit. Mm. So, and I didn't see all of them. One was a tux. One of them, he's wearing pajamas. Another one, just kind of summer wear and flip flops. He's just trying to trick it up because Craig's contribution was, you know, he was, the, he MC. was the MC. He MC'd the event. What did Grego do last night? <clears throat> he didn't participate, sat backstage and cussed about how he wasn't going to sing. Did anybody else? Thank God, him. Anybody else not? No, Grego came out at the end, didn't he? Yeah, he he came out first. Oh no, no, no! Wait a second. Fair Grego hosted song? the whole broadcast. Wait a minute, I'm now I'm really confused. Oh, the simulcast? Yeah, the the uh the simulcast that we did on the ticket. You know, the time wasters was broadcast on thirteen, ten, and uh, one. I was wondering what he and Norm were doing. Yeah, he and Norm were over there, and they hosted the whole show uh, on the air. Huh? So, so they any, contributed so greatly. Any, any downtime on stage, they were. Uh, brought up on air and they were commentating on what was going on right so, or commenting so Gordo I see a lot of not a word I see a lot I don't of, know I've never understood that Gordo I see a lot of beads out there do you did do huh? see any good sights giving away beads what do you mean by that Craig Well, was it true Mardi Gras what does that mean well you see what's your true Mardi Gras versus fake Mardi Gras fake Mardi Gras uh, would be no skin seen with beads you you're, t- ch- you're talking. Uh, you're talking about the girls' top parts. Yes. You're talking underage. Both of them. Yeah. You like.
1: <laughs> oh my. That's wow. That's one. an indictment.
0: Yeah. How I was did you come I, up with that one. I was looking at Gordon when I said that. I'm oh, trying okay. to think.
1: Is that slander or libel? I forget which. But I was which. looking back at you,
0: so it bounced off me. That's true. He deflected. So you're asking yourself a bunch of things right now.
1: Why I not just do a court? Have, I did? Just time just, to think? And
0: even it. even if the uh, even if the rant goes away, don't you think we would? Uh, do like a special reunion
1: show next? Ticket stock, get, try and get Corby to come out. Yeah, would probably. Would that be fun? Would yeah, that be, that fun? Would be fun. I think you need to start bringing in some proposed. All right, new the rant's up next on the <laughs> ticket. <laughs>
0: Too, so it's hard for me to tell the time. Analog, is that what you, that what you call it? Yeah, ten twenty-two on Sports Radio thirteen ten. The ticket. I need to
1: have
0: We're an analog today. What? Oh man, that really disgusts me. You move over that way okay. a little bit. I'll move a little bit. All right, it's ten twenty-three. Sports Radio thirteen ten. The ticket. We are broadcasting live from Ticket Stock two thousand six. This is the rant, and it's uh, continuing its farewell tour of the Metroplex. So far, we've made it out to Frisco and Plano in our farewell tour, and Louisville. Yeah, and Fort Worth. and uh, or no, and Arlington. Arlington. The same thing, right? Yeah, whatever. And uh, so now we're at Ticket Stock 2006. It's at the Plano Center. Now, to get to the Plano Center today, and there's a lot going on, not just the rant. The rant is a yeah. small for the opening act. Uh, the Plano Center is on Highway 75, just off of Highway 75, about a mile east of it. ...on Spring Creek Parkway in Plano. And uh, so you can come out here and uh, enjoy all the fine booths that we have set up for you. It's a Mardi Gras theme. As you can tell, David, on the stage back behind us, there is a scene of New Orleans. Oh, that's what that is. The VUCARAY back behind us. That's cute. And uh, also we have uh, balloons uh, that look very festive. The ticket chicks are wearing ticket chick outfits and have beads... That's always fun to the kids. That is fun. And you know what I noticed in my brief little walk around the Plano Center this morning? What did you notice? That you don't fit in anywhere? That's true, but also I noticed that beer is a uh, much more present element in this ticket stock. I think it always has been. Well, it's always been, but there just are many more outlets to purchase beer, and you know what's interesting? They uh, Budweiser is our beer sponsor here, and they've introduced kind of this new packaging. They have these—they're bottles, but they're made of aluminum, and they're 16 ounces. Mm-hmm. So it's like a tall boy in a bottle. And it, I mean, it's so it's—they're they, uh, it's taking the convenience of the can, yeah, the go anywhere portability of the can, and giving the you giving the it, bottle it the cachet cache of the bottle. Yeah, well, and, you know, it's it. there's something a little classier about drinking out of a bottle than a can. Why is that? I don't know. I'm not sure. I always wonder why that is. But, uh, yeah, and they're only uh, four bucks, so it's a tall boy for four bucks, basically. Not That's bad. right. Not bad. Ticket stock is and what they're, they're my s- Baptist mother would call a drunk fest. Yeah. I think they're selling. Every party yeah, I ever went to, she always said it was a drunk fest. They're selling already, so if you want to start getting your drink on at ten AM, you can. Mom, it's a it's a congregation right. in a Catholic church. Oh, it's a drunk fest. Why is my mom calling me right now? I don't know. Find out. Maybe she wants to Hello, Mom? Phone sex you. Hello. Are you there? No, I missed her. Hmm. Well, good. The riveting radio, thank yeah, you so it was. much. Sure. Alright, we have a lot to talk about today, David. Uh, we do. There is a there's a story coming out of Dallas that has piqued my interest, and it's the mummy woman of White Rock Lake. This is news to me. I, I'm feeling about this? No. So down there in uh, off of Mercer Drive, I guess on Mercer Drive. Which side of the lake is that on? I always felt East side was, or west side. I always felt it was uh, was west side. But I don't know. I don't know all the gangs down there. I don't know whether it's east is or Is on West. the Linda side or the Lakewood side? I don't know. Where's Mercer? I don't know. Maybe it's east side. I don't know. It doesn't matter. She's a mummy now. Oh, okay. So, her mom died. She was real close to her mom. She's in her 50s, okay? The, 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 the mummy woman or the mom? The mummy. The mummy. The, not the mummy. The mummy. Okay. The mummy is the daughter. The mummy is the mother. And is, the, so, is the, the mummy's dead, but is the mommy dead? The mommy of the mummy died, and is like that a, why? Like a few years the, ago, did the mummy become the mummy because the mommy died? Yeah, I think so. That's the way the story reads to me. Is that the mummy's mommy died, and that's what made the mummy's mummy daughter become a mummy? That makes complete oh, sense. Oh, she had no kids. Not the mommy. The mommy had a kid. But the, mommy the mommy obviously the mommy had a mummy, but the mummy didn't have anyone to call it mommy. Right. So, the mummy gets so distressed and depressed after the mommy dies, she kind of becomes even more of a recluse. She was one of those real sheltered women who was overly attached to her mother. Never cut both, the apron strings. Right, or the umbilical cord. That's gross. Are you connected by apron strings, too? Not when you're born, afterwards. Oh. So, anyway, so her mom dies like, I don't know, four or five years ago. She becomes more reclusive, staying in the home, not really talking to neighbors. She was very scared of life. They say she was scared to date, to talk to people. She was scared to be in public. She well, was scared the of, date of spiders. Mummy. She wasn't a mummy yet. She had started to mummify from her feet, feet first. <laughs> and um, so eventually she just stops going out, and the neighbors think, oh, well, you know, she's kind of weird. And the... The lawn isn't getting mowed, and the house is falling apart, and every once in a while a neighbor goes over there and mows the lawn. Every once in a while the city comes by, and they mow the lawn and send her a bill for the lawn mowing.
2: Which, oh, by I the way, I didn't know that.
0: that service was offered. Yeah, no kidding. So if you just don't mow your lawn, the city will mow it and just send you a bill. What do they charge? Like $20? bucks? i am assuming they use the cheap labor we all use. Yeah. You know, 30 bucks a lawn. Do they bag? I'm sorry? Do they bag your uh, clippings for you? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, in the city, if they bag it, they put it out on the curb too early, and then they yeah, give then you they, a citation you. Yeah. for putting it out there too early. So, um, do anyway... Pull, do they blow out your fu- flower beds? Your what? What? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, continue. What are we talking about? It, the, uh, the The focus is not the mummies' lawn care, okay? <laughs> I'm curious about what lawn care the city of Dallas offers to mummies. Provides to mummies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so finally, and this is the weird thing, is neighbors had seen people going in and out of the house. Like, the people would go in the house and come out with boxes of stuff. Huh. So, finally, the police uh, were contacted by someone, uh, and so they go in. They go in through the garage door, they go into the house, and they say the house was in disarray. They couldn't tell whether they'd been burglarized or not, or whether this woman was just a horrible housekeeper. And, uh... Because they say usually when someone is uh, kind of the rat, rat packing, pack ratting, mm-hmm. not rat packing, that's the difference. <laughs> uh, yeah. okay, she's a, uh, when they're a pack rat, they usually have, have you ever known a pack rat? That is the weirdest thing in the world. The no, obsessive yeah, borders. Yeah. I've never known anybody that was that bad. Well, they, they like, they keep everything, even like trash, they can't get rid of trash. So, but, but they'll usually have, it'll be like a rabbit warren, you know, where there's trails. It's like a right. rabbit trail throughout their house. And there'll be like entire rooms that you can't even open the door. Yeah, they just close the door because there's stuff to the ceiling. To the ceiling. So, um, but they say that this woman's house didn't even have trails. So they think they don't know whether it was burglarized or what. So, but they go in there and um, they find the woman on the floor of a bedroom, downstairs bedroom. She was mummified and i heard this reported by corby so this is not really reliable that she had fused to the floor which is possible because you know what happens when the human body dies i've seen it it's so beautiful you uh you liquefy basically and you'll start you know kind of just grafting to the floor kind of like t2 yeah a little bit like t2 okay yeah and I'm trying um, to relate so this woman her mummy's laying on this floor and she'd been dead for at least a year because that's when her utilities were stopped stop payment on the utilities and uh, why doesn't the city of dallas just pay for your utilities and send her the bill Yeah, i think that's what they were doing oh she wasn't paying the bill but i guess if they the thing is though if they are billing you for your lawn service they can't just stop doing lawn service because you're not paying your bill because they're doing the lawn service to begin with because you're not doing lawn service. Yeah, you didn't ask for it. I don't know. The, once again, the focus <laughs> is not what the city's doing lawn-wise for mummies. Can we call three one one and just get clarification on this? Can you do that on the air? Can you? I don't know. If it was early days of the ticket. We would have done it. Yeah. But uh, so now they're so trying to figure out. So yeah. according to Community Quick quick hit, she was fused to the floor. Right. And so they had to get a spatula and kind of work around. Spray some Pam underneath her. (laughs) So I'm assuming that they eventually got her, you know, pried her off the floor. No, okay, so, but she'd been... Set her upright. She had been dead a year, yet people were going in and out of the house? Yeah, and that's the weird thing. Was it like a crack house where people just squatting there? You know, just hanging out, chilling with the mummy? Squatting on her? No, I mean not it's desecration of a mummy. No, I mean just crashing there. Cuz they knew know. they knew it was a mummy house and that the mummy wouldn't mind if they were hanging. Do you even if you are a crackhead, do you want to be around a mummy? I mean you're stepping over a mummy every time you go and it would be creepy steal whatever you do from her. I just don't. It's just so weird to me and then who these heartless people were, that were coming in and out of there. Now, we had the discussion last week when we had real estate talk with the T-Box about, you know, having to disclose, you know, foul play in a home. But do, would, do you have to disclose that it was a mummy home? If someone's squatting over a mummy, that's foul. You have to, you have to disclose that. Well, no, no no one was squatting. We're just. you, know, we're surmi- you said that. I, we're surmising. Oh, we reported that. We're surmising squatting was occurring. The foul squatting? But Over a mummy. Would you buy a mummy house? See, here's the thing. I think that, and like we talked about, you and I have lived in old neighborhoods uh, at different points in our lives. And people had to have died in those homes. And nothing was disclosed to us. <clears throat> right. I mean, so what's the difference whether someone dies in a home or becomes mummified in a home? As long as it wasn't due to foul play. And as long as then long you, as th- they... And that incurs, you know, the wrath of... of of ghosting of haunting right and as long as they refinish the floor where the mummy was pancaked see I think they just leave that there I think that would be kind of cool just have like kinda kind of, a kind little, of an yeah, outline yeah a little artwork in the polyurethane just kind of an outline yeah. of a of a woman who wouldn't date maybe it looks like the Virgin Mary maybe you could charge oh a you imagine? Mexicans. then you'd have tons of lawn workers yeah. do your lawn all the time you get your lawn done for free yeah so the great mummy woman, who knows? Maybe we'll try to get her on the air. Will, no. we? <laughs> Will we? Yeah, we'll see. It's uh, 10.35 oh, on Sports dear. Radio 1310 The Ticket. It's a little naughty. It's uh, 10.43, Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. you listen to The Rant, broadcasting live from TicketStop 2006. At the Plano Center. There are actually humans here. I don't know Yeah, if there can, are. Can you and hear them? I don't, not, no, not, really, not really, no. Yeah, they're, they're bored to I'll death. i tell you, the time where you can least hear them is after a joke one of us has made. That's when <laughs> just a deathly silence falls over everyone. That's why I always hate doing the show out here, because you see how badly you fail every week. Yeah, it really, see, really is, is, confirms is, how unfunny when people, you are. Yeah, when people are listening to the station, listening to the rant, this is their reaction when we make a joke. They just sit there, like they've been injected with some sort of <laughs> some sort of mind-numbing substance. So
1: who's gonna rape me?
0: Huh? That's an odd question by Corby. That drop got a laugh. Um. We so play drops the rest of the show. Yeah, just play drops. Play some funny drops. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a fluke. Those are some good jugs. Never mentions the word. Is that, that is that really a drop?
1: They couldn't do an interview cause he worked on the tee box. He what had to this? leave spring training early oh, this is golf so Takes he could priority this here show. to play golf and were tired of these excuses. And I've we're been tired injected with a mind number yeah. short. We need to tail yeah, out of this before Dude, we
0: just right, dive play, into the ditch. Go to the part in the computer labeled funny stuff and play all that. Just do, oh, a, just do a search for funny. Donnie, Donnie, Bear. Mr. French, Kill Bill.
1: That's a fluke. She beautiful. Is she fine? Yeah, we're
0: fair. Okay, you know what's happening You're in the today? delete folder. <laughs> you know what's happening today? What, Gordon? What, David? We are in the midst of... Of, Arctic mist, mist, Mm midzda of uh, Arctic blast 2006. Do you realize that? Why everybody's so lethargic? Yes, their metabolism slowed to a crawl. I don't know if you know this, but uh, you know, just two days ago it was 85, and today it's like 27. I know there was freezing rain when I was coming up, and uh, I was growing up. I'm joining you now from uh, Sports Radio 1310, the Ticket's Weather Center. And uh, you're, you're still sitting right next to me. Just work with me. Okay. And uh, if you look at uh, the map here, we have a blue northern that is uh, creeping across the panhandle uh, into north Texas that's going to bring uh, more circulation of cold air uh, into... Uh, there's no map. Just, there's no map. Don't defeat the uh, circulation of uh, northern air mixing with the uh, jet stream is going to cause some per- uh, precipitation over the next uh, 24 to 48 hours. Some participation? Yes. And, uh, some participation. And so if, if, you, uh, if, if you're... The jet ski is mixing with... If you're at home, uh, I recommend uh, turning your heat on. And, uh, okay, if, now you're just, you're fishtailing. If you, yes, it is very cold outside. That's why, you know, and ticket stock always does really well on days when it's bad weather. Did you know that? Why? Because people uh, want to share. They want to eat. They want to enjoy the great indoors, and they want to come be with uh, other humans and share diseases. It's so disgusting. Human beings, when they collect together, just share diseases. Yeah. Kind of ruins it, doesn't it? You know, you never, you really get in touch with, uh. You ever gotten a disease from a girl? Some of the skanks you've been out with? I don't know what you're talking about. I always wash. one of them gave you, uh. I always wash. Have you talked about that on the air? No. I always wash afterwards with hot, soapy water. And that kills everything. David, what are you doing? She walks in and you're straddling a pedestal sink. (laughs) Uh, Nothing. Nothing. I I just had an itch. What are we we talking about? We're talking about the diseases. Well, I didn't know if you'd gone on the air about the disease that you got from that girl. I never got a disease. It's a disease, right? Chlamydia is a disease. I've never had chlamydia. Or is that just an infection? Is an infection a disease? They're Uh, infectious diseases. I think it's an infection. So you had an infection, not a no, I never had an infection either. You just said it was an infection. No, I said chlamydia is an infection, not right. that I had an infection that happened to be chlamydia. Well, was it chlamydia, or what was the other one, condyloma, or is that a secretary of state? What's condyloma? What's, is that like a hematoma? Yeah, it must be the same thing as a hematoma. Because just the last couple syllables kind of, of similar. sound similar. <laughs> no, a hematoma is a is a bruise, right, or a blood rising. I think I don't know a blood rising. But condyloma is um, is that genital warts. You look like you've had genital warts. Is that genital warts? You know, you have to burn them off. What's the one that they advertise that you can buy in the back of the Observer that has the frog on the ad? It's like Venera warts. I guess you can buy those. And they send you a frog and you just rub the frog? <laughs> I think so. It's like, a, it's like a, an ant farm. You send off for the kit and you can grow your own genital warts. <laughs> and watch them burrow and tunnel. It's fun. Yeah, just don't break the glass. Did you ever have an ant farm when you were a kid? No, I never did have an ant farm or sea monkeys. They didn't allow that? No. In no. Orphanage yeah, 28 the or, or the wherever is you grew allow, up? Yeah, we didn't allow pets there. Now, what are sea monkeys? They're just like little uh, shrimp. Why well, they call them monkeys? It's marketing. I don't know. Oh, they found out that monkeys sell yeah. best? Yeah, monkeys sell better than sea shrimp. Sea monkeys sounds better. Sea monkeys. So you... And what did you grow them in? See, I never did the sea monkey thing either. I, I saw the advertisements for sea monkeys in the, in the... I guess they sold them in toy stores, too. Yeah. So how could sea monkeys survive in a package? Well, they were like, uh, you know petrified eggs or something, and you dump them out in the water, and then they hatch and stuff. Petrified eggs can hatch? I guess. I don't know. I didn't invent them. What that? about you knew. You're the one who had monkey warts. What does that have to do with Arctic Blast 06? I don't know. Anyway, so if, you, uh, if you're at home right now, leave your sea monkey collection. And come out here to Ticket Stock 2006. And while you're uh, driving out here, please... Been scratching your warts. Just... Be careful on the roads, uh, maybe turn on your heat in your car, maybe use your seat warmers. Such stupid advice, people know this stuff. Uh, if it's That's raining, you, common you sense. probably want to turn on your, uh, your wipers, maybe just intermittent since it's drizzling. You don't
2: necessarily right. want to
0: put it on full blast so it's going nonstop. you just want to use the intermittent setting. Shut so up. I'm, okay, when are we talking about gay politician? You want to talk about that? The politician that had gayness all over him and he, he, gave, a, he gave me chlamydia. As, as, like, campaign paraphernalia? Yeah. He hands out yeah. chlamydia yeah. out in front of bathhouses? Hey, vote for me. Here's a handful of warts. Here's me. Here's some drip. He just kind of has a little baster. <laughs> he would just run a rag up underneath <laughs> it and <laughs> hand it to you. All right, coming up next, we're going to talk about the uh, the gay politician and all of his campaign swag next. It's Mom and Dad no, on it's Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. 1057, Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket, The Rant. Live at Ticket Stock at the Plano Center. Go up uh, Highway 75, I-75. It's not an interstate, right? It's a highway, Highway 75. But it is interstate. Is it? Yeah. Is it, it's I-75. It's I- okay, whatever. Go up 75, exit Spring Creek Parkway. Go east about a mile, and Ticket Stock is on the right. Look for the ticket signs. Uh, Already a lot of people filing in here Ticket Stock. People drinking already. (laughs) People drinking, having fun, mixing. A lot of people hook up at Ticket Stock. Did you know that? No, never. Mm -hmm. Never heard about that. Oh, yeah, there's a meat market out here. I'm going to get lucky today. You are? You going to drag something out of here? I might. I might. All right, tell me who you're going to drag out. I haven't cased it out yet. Well, go ahead, case it out. All right, Let's scan the room. What about that chick with the jugs that you've been looking at all morning? The one you pointed out? You pointed her out. You said, you man, "Look her at out. that." You right there, ma'am, in the red. Yeah, she's covering up yeah, right now. she's trying to hide her jugs. But now. she was, she was showing her wares earlier. <laughs> <laughs> look, you've embarrassed now, her Now, now she's babe. a little embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you all do that sudden, to her? Well, she wasn't aware she had jugs, apparently. And all of a sudden, she's very embarrassed by having them. Um, okay, so let's, from jugs, let's talk about gay politicians. Yeah, don't let's we... go to someone who's completely uninterested in jugs. Right. This Tom Malin, I think this is a great story. So he's running for the Texas House as a Democrat. And I don't know if he was running as a gay Democrat. They run differently, right? This is a little bit more frilly. Yeah. Kind of a. Uh, a little less athletic looking a little less athletic kind of high stepping little Clydesdaley mm-hmm. daily looking uh, so he's running as a democrat and uh, i guess he was doing all right you know his campaign's going along and then all of a sudden another gay democrat calls oh, the dallas morning news a log cabin democrat i don't know if i don't know if they're called log cabin democrats i think that's just the republican no. group so another gay Democrat calls up and starts lisping to the Dallas Morning News about... Why was he lisping? Why are you saying that he was lisping? I don't know. I'm just trying to paint a picture. So he says, hey, you need to investigate this Tom Malin. He used to be a homosexual gay male prostitute. It's kind of redundant. And so they did this investigation and found all these websites where he was advertising his services. He what, was made, it? what was his uh, gay prostitute name? Todd Sharp. Sounds dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Todd sounds cuddly, right? Yeah. But then sharp. sharp. just sounds like it's going to... Yeah, sounds like... ...dream you and hurt real bad. What's that? Huh. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know what that meant. But you're onto something. I think the sharp does imply, you know, kind of lovemaking with him is kind of like in the movie Seven, remember? Right. When the guy had to wear the apparatus. Bring some trash bags to lay down. <laughs> Excuse me. And, um... So the Dallas Morning News does the investigation, finds these websites, and there were all these reviews from men who had used his services. And they say they were real explicit, too. What did uh, Gordon KTCK have to say? Yeah, one reviewer, Gordon KTCK, said, worth every penny. Good <laughs> the last drop mm, of chlamydia. What is the drip? Is that chlamydia? I think. What's the clap? That's gonorrhea. Yeah. Why do you know so much? I've just had to do a lot of investigation lately. Would you rather have the drip or the clap? Uh, Probably the clap. It sounds more authoritative. You know, the drip just sounds like... Eh. Drip sounds like you'd have to change your drawers a lot. It sounds more sickly, the drip. Yeah. The clap sounds like it may be something fun, you know? Clapping, it's, it's happy, yeah. it's, it's celebratory. It's good times. It is the most celebratory of all sexually transmitted diseases. So, so they find out that this guy was a male prostitute, and he had lied about it, of course, and now everybody's pulling out support. The gays and lesbians have pulled out. The lesbians have even pulled out? As odd as that sounds, yes. Huh. Uh, so they're no longer supporting him, and... The um, there's some group called the Panic Group, the Hispanic Group, Hispanics. Oh, okay, Hispanic. The Hispanic group has also pulled out support. Not his panic. So uh, now he's he's really hurting. You know, um, personal note: <clears throat> I went to college with uh, Tom Malin. Do you remember him? I remember he Tom was a North Malin. Texas he went, guy. He went to North Texas back in the early '90s, and I remember—I uh, guess it—it it maybe it was my freshman year there. He ran. You hooked for, up with him? No, he ran for homecoming queen. Really? Queen, not yeah. king. That was—I that was his—the uh, beginning of his political career. His Tom. It was the first office he sought. Yeah, he ran for homecoming queen. Wow, I'm assuming you didn't make it. I don't believe he won, but I think that there was a a pretty uh, rousing campaign for him. I think he got a good deal of votes. How rousing was the campaign? Highly, highly rousing. Well, I I don't know why this guy even... Did he try to run as a straight? And he didn't even tell them that he was gay or what? He was like a closet gay Democrat? He was a closet straight gay Democrat? Uh, he said uh, the Democrats knew about his past. Others had heard rumors and asked him directly. One of them said, we, we pulled him from our first, our first endorsement ad because of the rumors. We asked him whether it was true, and he said no. So he lies all the way through, and it turns out he was a male prostitute. Now, he's also made comments that he does not run or hide from his past. Matter of fact, he sounded like he was somewhat proud of it, which I don't understand that. Yeah. What was that movie, uh, I don't know, you probably never saw it. It came out uh, about a year ago. Men on Men 4? No, I I did lend, lend that to you, though. I need yeah, it I was back. say, I've seen that. No, uh, it had the kid from... Uh, Jerry Maguire? Thir- Third Rock from the Sun. It's the only kid I know. You yeah. know the, the, the kid that had the long hair on Third Rock from the Sun? Sam from Different Strokes? No. Anyway, he played like a a gay prostitute, and uh, there's not a seedier lifestyle than the gay prostitute. I know it. I know it. I don't wish that on anyone out here, except for that guy right over there. Kind of wish it on him. You know, I think there's the added element of danger being a gay prostitute because you always run the risk of... Becoming a mummy? Perhaps, but I was going to more say that you run the risk of getting the crap beat out of you after your trick feels all guilty about being gay with you. But then you don't have to go see a doctor. You get the clap beat out of you, then you're like, No, the crap beat out of you, not the clap beat out of you. Oh. But you know, because I'm sure a lot of uh, clientele of of, uh, gay, lesbian, male prostitutes... Our, our, this our, is a family event. Let's not talk about this. We, well, there, should, we talked about the news story. We don't have to go into your detailed knowledge of the underworld.
2: I don't we know anything of about you have the underworld. No, yes, I don't. Do. All
0: right, now coming up next, well, there's several booths here that I want to talk about, David. Okay. Several right. interesting things going on out here at Ticket Stock, And uh, one of them has somehow involves me, and I'm not exactly sure how I got involved in this. You're a spokesman for a uh, booth here today? Yes. All right. All right. I'll tell you about it next. 11.05 on the ticket. Gloves on bad radio every Tuesday at one fifty. Brought to you by Norris, the Dallas Morning News, and Sports Radio thirteen ten the Ticket eleven twelve on Sports Radio thirteen ten the Ticket. You're listening to the Rant on Sports Radio thirteen ten the Ticket. It's the Rant from Ticket Stock, and Ticket Stock is a place where a bunch of sponsors come together, a bunch of P ones come together, and we create a, a synergistic magic that can only be replicated the next year at the exact same time here at the Plano Center. And one of the booths that is out there in the hall is this dude who bought a booth to raise sponsorship money for his trek on a jet ski around the entire United States. This guy's been on an air before and he's done this before where he started I think he started in Florida, went up the Atlantic coast, then he cuts in in New York and cuts across some rivers, goes up through the Great Lakes, and then down the Mississippi for a while. And uh, he, he comes out back around, you know, I guess comes out the Mississippi River and then down to Florida again. So he's done this before and been on our airwaves. Well, this time, he's going to do that exact same trek, start at Florida, go up the Atlantic, cut in in New York, around the Great Lakes, down the Mississippi. He's going to come out into the Gulf of Mexico, but he's going to keep going, and he's going to run alongside it's all in a jet ski just him on a jet ski have you ever ridden jet ski for a long period of time yeah it's a beating I know I rode Grego's for a while one time and, uh, and my legs were so sore the it next just day I you could out. not move because I, I guess I stood up most of the time You know, so uh, is he, g- he going to have an entourage with him
2: like I don't a, know I don't know what his support somebody personnel is him
0: behind in a boat you would think he'd have to like for food or to catch his waist or something would you stand behind him with a, like a little miniature parachute? Yeah, sure. Why do they just bag him like a horse? So he's going to then go alongside Cuba, down into uh, to the what are these over here?
2: It's Bahamas.
0: Uh, yeah, the Caribbean, Virgin Islands. Well, the Caribbean's over here. I thought. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, well, he's going to head down into uh, to Venezuela, and he's going to cut across the Panama Canal on a jet ski. <laughs> And then he's going to come up uh, Mexico and California, Oregon, and Washington. He's going to end up in Washington. That's a long way to go. So he's raising sponsorship money for it. And the reason I noticed his booth is he has this huge portrait of me. Why? Looking like meatloaf out there. And he's kissing the portrait. And he's, I'm very confused as to how this raises money. But he kisses it, and he has the total number of kisses times he's kissed it on a little tote board. I'm in, I'm insane. What it, I, I don't know. even understand. I don't understand it either. And this guy, uh, so far, is up to like twelve thousand kisses of my picture. And each kiss represents a dollar of money he's raised for his effort. I guess effort? so. I guess so. Maybe. So so if you want to sponsor him to kiss my portrait. <sighs> Okay, he's looking for forty-five thousand dollars in total sponsorships. Is that right? Start kissing, brother. That's right. I don't really understand all these numbers. What do, what do all these numbers mean? I don't know. You've already proofread this and you had some problems with yeah, it. Yeah. Well, his little brochure. It says sponsor a world's record. It should either be sponsor a world record or sponsor a world apostrophe s record, but there's no apostrophe in this. So I. I it's, okay, I Once think he should have proofread it before story. he printed out all these pieces, I'm just saying. So he's got a booth out here, check out his booth. Another booth that I'm very interested in, and I'm going to be, uh, right after this show, I'm going to go man the Big Brothers Big Sisters booth. Are you a big, as they call it? No, I, you know what? I uh, am probably the least charitable person you'll ever meet. Oh my gosh. Because I'm extremely self-centered and selfish and lazy. But, so any involvement in charity would take away from your precious mirror time. That you spend with yourself. Yeah, I mean, uh, just looking at that, trying to convince yourself the nose isn't so big. Yeah, I mean, I, I need to, uh, I need to have plenty of time to smoke and drink. Huh. Well, but, you sound like just the person they're looking for. Big brothers and big <laughs> sisters. But honestly, I have. Uh, I have f- thought that th- if I was going to get involved in a charity, that that would be a really cool charity to get involved in. Well, it would be, and it's one that I'm getting involved with, and Kevin Scott from The Hard Line, he's gotten involved with it. It is a very good cause. And and here's the thing with Big Brothers and Big Sisters. It's a mentoring program. You right. know, a lot of kids don't have You're not a just lot of- going to the zoo. I mean, I guess you could do that. Yeah, you could go to the zoo with your little brother. But it's not just, you know, leading them around and you know entertaining them for a couple hours you're trying to impart life lessons and right but you do it subtly i think what you do is you do take them around you know and just have them do fun things that they won't a lot of these kids come bad situations and you know and you're like a real bright spot in their life and you know you just listen to them and you don't have to preach at them or anything like that just letting them you know be around you and and you're around them and you learn a lot from them they learn a lot from you anyway it's it's a great program but the thing that they have a dearth of is men they have a lot of big sisters but there's not a lot of big brothers and guys don't get involved in this like they should because i think guys think oh i just don't have time it's only like 3 or 4 hours a month they have to do this can i cut it down to 2 you know what they would work with you okay they need big brothers and the ticket has so many guys that listen to them 30 minutes a week is listen probably the to tops that i could offer we'll offer something don't just sit and do nothing i have t- i have so much tivo to watch i mean they've stopped being so self-involved maybe if the kid just wants to come over and do some yard work <laughs> i'll give him some lemonade and pat him on the back and send him on his way and you're teaching him a valuable lesson about hard work yeah yeah but but you've never done hard work in your life look let's not focus on me <laughs> this is about this you. is about you You want to live in the ghetto all your life? Now mow my lawn. Oh, my gosh. So will you visit the booth and become educated? Because you sound like you see Big Brothers and Big Sisters as a source of cheap labor. (laughs) And that's not really what the program's about. It's not? No. Oh. Huh. Well, I I guess I'd need to be more informed then and and make an educated decision before I turn them down. Yes you do, David. <laughs> so right after the show I'm going over to the Big Brothers, Big Sisters booth. It's right across from the ticket chicks. Who I wanna make them my little sisters. It's a good idea. Any of them need to be mentored really hard? Well, no, you can place degrees on it like that. I think there's mentoring someone really hard. But um, so it's right across in there and I'm gonna be there from uh, I think noon to one. They're gonna be signing Pledge children. cards. Yeah, kids all have their trading cards up there. The ones you can mentor, and I'll be signing those. Nice. So, will you do it, David? Yes, I'll do it. I'll come. You over, will? I'll you will come, come over, over there. there with you. And then do they have like? Do they have them all in cages, and you can pick out David? Which one you want? Louise, Louise, man. I'm here trying to do a good <laughs> thing. I thought it was like the SPCA, And you know, and you know it's going to get that misinformation that always gets done about anything that's heard on the air. I'm going to get the call from <laughs> Big Brother, George Orwell, or whoever's the head of the organization. And he's going to say, we understand that you were on the air talking about uh, kids in cages. And I'm like, no, that's a, it's and a did guy. Your servitude. No, listen, it's a guy I work with. He was making these jokes while I was trying to talk seriously about it. Oh, yeah, now you're making up a guy. No, I'm serious. He was adopted. He's had a hard time. He doesn't understand. Treating people with respect, and they're not going to believe me. They're going to think it's a fantastic tale. I hate misinformation. I'm sorry. So apologize. David. I I apologize. Just like uh, Dick Cheney's victim apologized. Yeah, did you like was, that transition. It was so did you odd. Like it? Yeah, I did like it Thank because you. it was so odd. Dick Cheney's uh, shooting victim gets out of the hospital. Harry Whittington, made up name. He gets out of the hospital, and his statement to reporters basically was that he was sorry that his face got in the way of Dick Cheney's precious buckshot. Yeah, he says. He says accidents do and will happen, and then he goes on to say, "My family and I are deeply sorry." Which for Which is true. Accidents do happen. Yeah, they do. You ever had that? Where you're frantically trying to stuff the morning-after pill into your grind last night, grind- grinded, last grinded up a muffin, yeah, while they're way at the bathroom or something. That's always rough. You know How what? Do we get you know talk what, about that? You know what really works is if you uh, if you just kind of dust it into their t- taquito. Uh huh. It really masks the taste. You know, I just I think what happened last night was a mistake, and we shouldn't do it again. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Why don't you eat your taquito and tell me about it? I got it for you. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. Uh, you know, it's got the cheese in it and and the and the and the sausage. Just go ahead and eat it. Listen, I'm I'm, I'm really not hungry. Eat it. You <laughs> You don't understand how important it is that you eat that now. You need your nutrition. (laughs) So Harry Whittington goes on to say, My family and I are deeply sorry for everything Vice President Cheney and his family have had to deal with. He can go straight to hell. He's the one who was shot in the face, and he's apologizing. Dick Dick Cheney Cheney just spins around wildly and (laughs) just fires off his shotgun. And it's his fault. It's Harry Whittington's fault. Right. And he's having to apologize. I know. That was really sad when I saw it. Some people are so... He's Republican first and human second, this Harry Whittington. And uh, and so he's you know going to so take one for the team. He's even falling if he on the sword, yeah. Losing his eyesight and his nose. Now, you can't really see uh, on the page 3A photo, but I think <coughs> if you look at him, uh, yeah, they had a a little thumbnail of him on the uh, cover of the morning news and I think you can still see buckshot in his face. Is that buckshot or is that just age spots? Is that just because he's old? That's birdshot, brother. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, will that just like... Will that like, just raise up like a pimple and then he'll just have to squeeze it into the have mirror? To express it? Is that, is that what happens when you have birdshot in your face? I don't know. It's so gross. Sitting they're getting bird shot out of your face like that. Do you have to pop it like a zit? Would you watch your language? You're grossing everyone out here. That's not that's not anything. There's a lot of women here trying to enjoy their taquitos. Their morning after taquitos? Yeah. You know, that's what they should do because when you like the greatness of Whataburger. Everyone runs through Whataburger right. at four in the morning after every, a hard night. Every every taquito that Whataburger sells from two a.m. to six a.m. should morning after. Should automatically have morning after pill ground up into it, just to be safe. Yeah. Yeah, I want a uh, a large Diet Coke. I'll have the uh, the RU four eighty six taquito. <laughs> um, and uh, and what do you want, honey? I don't want anything. No, I got the taquito for you. <laughs> yeah, you want you want hash browns or coffee or anything? Um, no, I don't want a taquito. Um, I'll just have I'll just have a cup of coffee. All right, scratch the taquito. I'll have an RU four eighty six coffee. You know, speaking of, did you see? There's also news. Uh, speaking of birth control, the birth control patch made front news. Now, I'm not familiar with. I the- can't tell you how many times I've slapped one on a woman when she wasn't looking. Just kind of like when you're uh, Ouch, what, your, your uh, friends walk into the office and yeah, you pat yes, on the hey, back. Yeah. I always slap a patch on the back of a girl that says, kick me, but it's a birth control patch. She just thinks it's a funny gag I'm doing, you know, but I'm just covering all my bases. Well, why don't we, why don't we discuss the birth control patch and maybe uh, survey the women in the room if they've ever used a patch. Yeah, is a, any woman here using the patch, by the way? I would think it'd be like it would be scratchy or uncomfortable when you're sitting down. If you've got the patch on. No, you don't wear it down there. Oh. I thought that's how it worked. It just it, it, forbade access. It's not like a chastity belt. Oh. All right. Well, screw me. I don't know what I'm talking I about. Mean, it has, like, drugs in it. It's not like just a piece of duct tape. That's what I thought it was. I just thought it was duct tape. <laughs> I guess that's a cheaper alternative. Just pull it off quickly, okay? All right. Uh, coming up next, Dave's Incredible Tale of Lust. What? 35, Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. You listen to the Death throes of the Rant from uh, Ticket Stock 2006 at the Plano Center. We're off of uh, Central Expressway. You go about a mile east on Spring Valley, no, not Spring Valley, Spring Creek Parkway uh, from I 75, and you will find Ticket Stock 2006. And it goes on tonight. It goes on through. H- how late does Petty Theft play? Until like 8 or 9, I think. They start at 6, don't they? Probably is six, that right? 6 to 8, maybe? Mike Reiner's Petty Theft's Mike Reiner will be performing uh, tonight with uh, Petty Theft. Mike Reiner's Petty Theft will yes. be performing with them, doing all his Petty tunes. So, come on out here for that. Like they, we, they are really good. Yeah, they are. The band is tight. Really good band. They played last night with the Ticket Time Wasters. And we're trying to get some audio from the Ticket Time Wasters, running into a few problems we recorded the time wasters last night matter of fact we broadcasted live on the air did you know that it was a first yeah i didn't know that until, you didn't know it at the I time cussed. after you cussed on the air yeah. and were heavily reprimanded but um thank goodness we were on delay and we were able to yeah, dump we, it. we have eight minutes of delay now so we were fine yeah you better blow that blow that picture sweetheart and um and but we're having some problems with the file the file is corrupt. It was an audio file on computer. It's not like we recorded it on a tape. Well, I think they recorded it on the, like the logger back at the station, but like the actual mix from the board, I guess is what you're saying, that was right. screwed up. Mm-hmm. But we're trying to get the audio from that. We can hear what we sounded like. I Which don't want to always, it. I know, it's always I really dicey, it. it's best to just leave it buried in the yeah, past. Let's and, just forget it ever happened. And just think that we did a great job and yeah, all that sort of thing. Every time people pat us on the back and say good job, just we can believe them for yeah. just a little bit. Just let that boost our ego and forget about how much of a disaster it was. So what we like to do out here every year at Ticketstock, and this is a big deal for us, is Dave likes to go out with a wireless microphone. Is that what we do? Yeah. No, we don't do that. I, I'll do, that? do it. I'll do it. Fine, sure. All right. Why don't you take the wireless and is, is this? We'll go talk to, to some of the uh, some of the fine ladies who come out here to ticket stock, two thousand six. Here you go, David. Very. Dave's getting saddled up with the microphone. This is always exciting. Let's see who Dave chooses to speak with. You ready, David? Yeah, we got it. All right. Man, I'm so sarsed up. You are. You sound awful. I know it. I'm sorry. All right, where do you want me to go? <laughs> no, you're you're directing this, David. No, this is this is all you. Come on, go talk to some ladies. All right, well, we got to talk to the the juggy one that you picked out earlier. All right, the juggy one. Hi, ma'am. How are you? What's your name? Karen. Karen. Why are you sitting all by yourself here at Ticketstock?
2: I'm a big fan and wanted to come out
0: and see you guys. Oh, fan, David, fan of you. Uh, may have a shot, fan of Gordon. Everybody. Everybody. If you uh, could sleep with one ticket personality, who would it be?
2: I can't answer that.
0: Now, do you, you have a ring on your finger? You. Are you uh, married or just betrothed?
2: I'm married.
0: For how long?
2: Um, 13 years.
0: Now, are you? Are you? Oh a, man, are you a, a bigger? She's uh, ready to break free. 13 yeah. years. That's you're bored by that point.
2: Yeah, pretty
0: much. Okay, wow. Now, are you a uh, a bigger ticket fan than your husband is?
2: Most definitely.
0: That's so yeah. weird. To I mean, ask her how that happens. Yeah, how did, did he get you started listening and then you just kind of surpassed him in fandom, or how did it work?
2: No, it was, it was just me. Um, he travels a lot, so he doesn't listen at all.
1: Oh, he is travels he go- a lot. Is he gone is right now?
0: Perfect. No, he's
2: not gone right now.
0: Damn it. No, dang it! But ask her kind of his travel schedule, and ask her if she leave her leaves her alarm off a lot of times.
2: I didn't hear him. What?
0: Um, do you know? Uh, does your husband have a regular travel schedule, and is there maybe a a place where a spare key is left?
2: It varies.
0: Mm. His travel schedule or where the key is kept? <laughs> Both. <laughs> She's a very attractive lady. Is it's she? It's too bad that she's uh, stuck in a bad marriage. Well, ask her if she plans on getting out of this bad marriage anytime soon. What do you think? Not anytime soon, no. <laughs> Not anytime soon, okay. She's got to wait till the finances yeah, get yeah. in order and, you know. She's, she's got to uh, skim a little more off the top before yeah, she's ask ready to cut her, ask her if she embezzles from her husband. Yeah, do you embezzle from your husband while he's out of town?
2: I handle all the money so he wouldn't
0: know. Oh, my goodness. Genius. Well, that is great. So she has all the money, all the girl parts, and she's home alone. Often, you could go, you could break into her house, Dave, do your business with her, and distract, her. take I'm a pile of money, take a sack of gonna, money as you leave. I'm gonna root through her purse really quick, and do it. Get Ask her if she'll let you root through her purse. Can I, can I? Do you have a like a morning after taquito in there or anything?
2: <laughs> no, sorry. She's
0: been waiting to eat in private, waiting to go feed in private. Well, thanks for coming out. Um, I think you guys have chemistry. Yeah, Dave. do you, you think so? Yeah, as, as is evidenced by you staring at me like a deer in headlights yeah, after right. every okay. answer she gives, waiting for what, your next What do I do now, Gordon? <laughs> Help I'll me. Your next question. Thank you. All right, wh- who do you want me to talk to next? We got people in line for Marion and talking to Grizzly Zodica. Adams. There, where's Grizzly? That guy that's squatted over a mummy right there. Oh yeah, okay. Here's the here's Mr. Horn fan. How are you? What's your name, sir? Jeff. Jeff. Did you go out to uh, Pasadena? No. H- how long have you been going with the uh, the unshaven kind of mountain man look? Uh, since I got out of the Navy about two years ago. Ooh. So you're kind of um, like uh, rebelling against the rules and regs of the Navy, right? That's right. Tell them that regs are short for regulations. What? Huh? Sorry, my my uh, headphones lost your are failing. Back? Yeah. What did you say? No, no, keep talking to him. All right, okay. So where were you when you were in the Navy? Uh, I was in Virginia. On his stomach? I'm sorry? Go ahead, David. Uh, Is that like a semen joke? I'm sorry? I don't know where you were going with it. Ask him if they do have semen in the Navy. How many semen are in the Navy? Uh, There's a lot of semen in the Navy. Did you see a lot of semen when you were in the Navy? I, I saw a lot of semen in the Navy. How many semen... You know, kind of passed in front of your face when you're in the Navy. A lot of semen, all up in, in the face and everything. Yeah, would That'll semen happen. would seamen often get in your face? You know, and yell at you and things like that. Sometimes. Lots of angry semen. Uh, I was the angry semen most of the time. Maria, do you know Eric Bright? Uh, no. Neither does he, anyone else, yeah. David. He was he was our board op back in the day. He was the crusty old semen. He was. He was in the Navy and he was he was the crusty old seaman. That's what we used to refer to him as. <laughs> well, thank you for serving so our country, Grizzly. You're welcome. Thanks. He got to punch you. He he wants to. I know he does. Is that girl wearing underwear, David? Uh, I don't really care to find out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, who else is Who will Dave talk to next? Where are the Nookie Ooh. girls? Aren't there Nookie girls like promoting? I've products? seen a lot of Nookie stuff. girls here. I'm I'm gonna try and is there like a range limit on this microphone? I don't know. Won't you find out? Talk to somebody. Here's uh, Bump Wills. How are you, sir? Yeah, pretty good. How you doing? Now <laughs> you're wearing some uh, throwback uh, Ranger paraphernalia. Where'd you get that? Oh, I got this at the uh, believe it or not Marshalls. <laughs> At Marshall's, no. I, I can't believe you shop at Marshall's. Yeah, well, you get a good deal like this, 55 bucks, you got to grab it, you know. $55 at Marshall's? Yeah. Well, the ballpark is something about $350. <laughs> so you got, so, much. Yeah, so you got it like uh, 300% off, right? There might be something wrong with it. It might be a stain or something. Like 300% that. I off. A... <laughs> I don't know. I can't do math. <laughs> now, where did you get your glasses? How long have you had the glasses? How you doing? Oh, uh, these pair? This pair? Yeah, this pair you're wearing now. Talk to Uh, girls. Too long. It's been a while since I have Okay, I'm bailing out. I'll see you. Okay. Programming magic bullet. Talk to girls. Girls are more interesting. People love it when you talk to girls. Okay, I'm looking for nookie girls. Talk to any kind of girls. Okay, here we have a girl We're on radio. Hi. How are you, ma'am? What's your name? I don't want to be oh, she doesn't want to talk. I thought you said she didn't have a name. She doesn't want to talk. Okay. I'm failing. Well, talk to somebody, Dave. Come on. Yes. This is continuing coverage of Dave Lane's annual 2000... What? I guess it's not annual. Do Two, what? 2006 annual Rove with the Wireless Mic. Where are you? I don't even see you. I'm way, I'm way in the back. I'm kind of by the uh, ticket right. chicks, but ticket chicks aren't interesting You're to You're that to far away? You. Yeah. You're by the Big Brothers Big Sisters booth, which I will be at here in uh, 15 minutes. All right, I'm, I'm circling back. I'm circling back. Oh, my this gosh, Dave. I'm, I'm walking down Bourbon Street. Can you hear the festive music? Yeah, I do hear the festive music. Why do I ever
2: why do you let tr- you go out with a wireless you tr- Why do you trust
0: me with the wireless? Because you're supposed to be creative. Don't you pride yourself on that? you're always the guy who thinks that he could do my job easily and think i that, know hey. i never made such a claim yes I never made, made such, such a claim. claim you've worked against me at the ticket for many years no one and c- i've always just never mentioned it until now no one could ever fill your shoes here's here's a uh, lovely lady hi, Okay. how are you what's your name hi what's your name crystal 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 yeah last name crystal's Beth. a good name isn't it yeah do you um have a Another name, or is that, is that your stage name? or My real
2: name. Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> here, come over here where Gordon can see you. How old is she? Paint the picture, David. Right, hang on. Paint the picture. All right, she's coming over here. You can here. talk and walk at the same time. She is a uh, uh, a woman of slight build. Okay, what does that mean? Uh, I'm guessing... What are you, like, 5'4"? Yes. Yeah. Perfect. 5'4". Uh, I'm guessing... 120?
2: Yeah, right
0: about, most of the time. Uh, I'm guessing... Most of the time. Oh, there you are over here. I'm guessing 26? Yes. See, I am so good. I should work at the circus. You're 26? Yes. Yeah, that's what you do, Dave, when you're really good at life and (laughs) you should go work at the circus. No, I could do the, uh, you know, guess your age, guess your weight, because I was on the money on both of them. All right, well, how about that guy right behind you in the Steelers uh, outfit? Steelers? Guess his age and guess his weight. All right, you are... Huh? You're not a hundred. don't go. Right, don't go anywhere, guess. Crystal. All right, sir, what's your name? David. David. Should I go with age or weight first? Either one, David. It doesn't matter. Don't defeat. Okay, go ahead. Alright, I'm gonna say you are thirty six. No. Are you serious? Higher Look or lower. at him. He's the guy is He's, uh, he's, he's 40, lived hard. He's forty six. He's forty six. Forty three. All right. So we split the difference. Okay. You're closer. I guess no wait. Um 295. Wrong. What's your guess, Gordon? He is uh, about 263. No. What are, are you Over 3 bills? Yes. Oh no. How long have you been over 3 bills? A couple years. Yeah. Did you celebrate when you He's not rolled over 44. the
2: km. Sure did.
0: Have a pizza? Yeah. Weeks. So, uh, so how how much are you up to these days? About 320.
2: 320.
0: Wow. All right, let's play it with someone else. Let's do it with women. They're always really uncomfortable to do it with. Don't go anywhere, Crystal. We're not done with you. Uh, what are you just making her stand there for? Because you're, you're subservient. You're, you're, you're uh, you have me off on this carnival. Are you tangent. married, Crystal? No. You aren't. Are you out here with a man?
1: I'm with that uh, large
2: prairie dog from the Rough Riders. <laughs>
0: oh, you work for the Rough Riders, don't you?
2: Yes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Okay, we're witnessing a sexual Deuce, assault. Deuce is uh, standing up for his lady. Okay, Dave, come on. Keep it going. Here, there's a I'm woman tr- right back there that wants you to guess her I'm age try- and weight. I'm trying to get back to Crystal. So you work for the Rough Rider. Do, we're not yeah. talking to Crystal anymore. Why? Just that girl's age and weight. Which girl? Right there. Which one? Right there. The one walking up to you with a knife.
2: I just want to kiss him and help us world
0: record. No, it, you're... It's kissing the poster. Hey, don't kiss me.
2: I have to read his article every week. I should at least get to kissing. You
0: have to read it? No yeah, one's forcing you to read that I'm trash.
2: I'm trapped on the Dart train every day and I have to read something.
0: You're trapped on the Dart train? Pray for yeah. her, David. Ask her what she does for a living. What do you do for a living that makes you stay on the Dart train all morning?
2: I work for a law firm.
0: So huh. you live like up here and you dart all the way downtown? Is that the plan?
2: Yeah, I dart back and forth.
0: All right, guess her age and weight. All right. Age...
2: 39. Wrong.
0: She's about 32. No, you're still wrong. 28.
2: That's that's it.
0: No, it's it's like 32, isn't it?
2: No. I've got my driver's license. Guess
0: her weight. Okay. The weight, she's pretty short. I'm going to guess 140? Uh,
2: yeah.
0: So she, whatever I say, she was going to... You opinion. know what? I think 140 is a common lying weight for women. They say they weigh around 140 because that's... Yeah, because no, it's not the, like they're claiming they're 120. Yeah, because it's Man, not... Now they're giving you a little. It's not enough to be considered obese, but it, you're not trying to pass yourself off as being skinny and hot. I think a lot of 160 women say they're 140. Yeah, they, they cling to their 140 jeans too. Okay, David. All right, I'm done but with see, this. See, I like a I girl failed. With a little heft on I failed again. Why no, did you, you did fine, David. No, Everyone but, make David feel like he's not adopted. Come on. Good job, David. Thank you. It Thank was you fun. So it's a ticket stock tradition. We have to do it even though it grinds programming to a halt. Yeah, it does. Okay, it is uh, 11.50 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Six Sports Radio 1310. The ticket you listen to the rant from Ticket Stock 2006 at the Plano Center. Uh, I'm Gordon Keith along with Dave Lane, and we're joined by a very special guest, ladies and gentlemen, Craig Miller from the Morning Muser Morning AM Radio Show. I would just like to say that okay, very little response for I, Junior uh, Craig Miller. Thank you. Hey, the girl with the big jug is clapping. Oh, thank you, wherever you are. I really enjoyed that last segment. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I there were don't a- don't. Six or seven out loud Please? laughter moments for me in the car. Why? Why? Just, the, just because of the, the abject well, failure? Because the chemistry was there's so awful. With, there's a homeless guy stealing a video camera and nobody's doing anything.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, go ahead. The Sorry. chemistry was so awful... Especially between you and the first girl you interviewed. And then Gordon yeah, said, the I think you guys have great chemistry. <laughs> it was just There were a lot of great moments like that. So thank you for bringing that radio to me. Will you kill huh. me later? Sure. Don't depress him any further. He's already the whole break. I've had to talk him yeah. off the ledge. So what are you doing out here? Ticket stock? I came for ticket stock Good. this year. Yeah. I heard it was Excellent. going on. And uh, I didn't really realize you guys were going to be out here until I turned on the radio coming out. So uh-huh. it's cool to see you. Well, we have—it's been a while—special secret audio from last night's Time Wasters performance. Now, I heard that you couldn't get that audio. You found it? We have it now. Rob Chikering has rescued it. He called Disc Doctor and they restored our disc. Okay, so you want to hear Davies first? Yes. Okay, this is Davy singing an ambiguously gay '80s song, singing way out of my register. Okay, (laughs) why'd you choose it then? Because I thought I could pull it off. Oh no. All right, go ahead. How can I explain Okay, so, and then we also have, we also have uh, Dan McDowell singing Shoop. Now, it was, I didn't know what Dan McDowell was going to do. And uh, although I heard, uh, for Time Wasters, we get a little preparation CD, and it has all the songs on it that are going to be performed. And I heard Shoop on there, and I didn't know who was going to perform it. And it turns out it was Dan McDowell. And did he change the lyrics, or did he just sing, we don't know? Grooves was involved in this somehow. Alright, so let's take a listen. This is uh, Dan McDowell doing shoot. Two? What are you thinking about that? I don't deep, know. So I think back to my bag of tricks, and I flip for it. Maybe want to do tricks on a mink like a lollipop stick stick. Into my shoes and I chill for a bit. Don't know how you do the voodoo, the voodoo so well in the spell hell makes you want to shoot shoot shoot. So it's the regular lyrics, but it's funny to hear his voice doing it. Oh, that's the real song? Yeah, that's it is. Oh, okay. Uh, Corby joins us. Uh, all right, do we have one of Corby's songs ready? I know, by the way, that Groobs was very disappointed in his effort after that. Why? He was backstage kicking himself. I don't know why, but he was really disappointed. missing on his, sh- his shoot part, maybe? He's a triple professional. Do we, do we have the, uh, the OU Craig and Corby duet? No? Not yet. Don't what have what that? are they downloading all this stuff What else right do now? we have? Mixing it all? They're fixing stuff. Are they, are they putting it on DOS? Yeah. They're downloading it to DOS. Oh, my gosh. Oh, here's Gordon. Nothing to hide. Believe what I say. Here I am. George. With open arms, <laughs> Grego. Hoping you'll see. What your love means <laughs> to me. What? What? You guys are singing two different songs. I know it. Listen, the uh, crowd's applauding. I guess that's the end of it. Give you have the beginning of that song? Oh, this new Shocker shirt. That was Go by the armhole Chronicles of Narnia. Got the lyrics, so Chronicles of you know them. Boy. Lazy Sunday, wake up in the late afternoon. They sounded perfect, except for the false lady. Lazy lane. Sunday, wake up in the late afternoon.
1: Call Skid Fresh just to see how he's doing. Hello, Yo, sauna, what's cracking? thinking what I'm thinking? My hunger pains, I stick it like duct tape. Let's stop my magnolia and Mac on some cupcakes.
0: No doubt the bakeries, got old, the bomb frosting. I love those cupcakes like they got a grub, gossipy, 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 gossipy. It's just not the same without the video. Yeah. no, no, a I told you that i Prefer Maps, That's a good one too. Google Maps is the best. True that. Double true. 68th and Broadway. Step on it, sucker. If you want a skin? Mother. Is that chronic? What calls of naughty? We love that chronic. What calls of naughty? We love that chronic. Blood they sound colds great. Of yeah. That's that blood colds of hey, where's the woman you were talking to? The big juggy woman. The jug? Right, right, right there covering up. She's, She's waving. Oh. the, deli, the I also got a big kick out of your wireless segment. Just drop it. Drop what else are you got, Rob? From the Time Wasters last night. See, everyone enjoyed your wireless segment. there. Yeah, because they enjoyed I kicking just, me in the. No, crush. I just love it because yeah. it's an annual tradition. You know, it was so creepy. You guys wearing those masks because. Those are the weirdest looking masses ever seen. You look like dead Grego and dead Ryan. I know. It was okay. Cork Hardline. Oh. What? what your love means to me. Oh Open arms. Here comes Reiner's big verse. There is no way. My God, that band sounds good. They were they're great. Grego? They were great. Living without you. Living alone. You know, this empty house kind of feels cold. <laughs> or some such. Wanting you near me.
2: Wanting you near me. Oh my God.
0: How could I Our love be so some such, Grego? These lyrics are so wrong.
1: <laughs> now that you come back.
0: like Lady Grego I know. everybody join in. So I okay I can't listen to this what else do we have Rob oh my gosh let's not listen to this